0: Together. Amen. Amen. So, congratulations, Dr. Sunday. Makama, Makama, PhD. <laughs> that's, that's good. It's good. Um, you're still around next week. So, you're preaching. You can't say no now. <laughs> Amen. So, we've been talking about the Holy Spirit. And, and and we've been talking about, about how the Holy Spirit is more than just speaking in tongues. Welcome. Let me just let me just give a welcome to a special son and daughter <laughs> and the grandkids. Welcome. And and my dear brother also from, from Rotterdam. All right? So so welcome and it's it's good, it's good. So Deacon Deacon Abidimi is is uh, I wonder what your pastor is doing today. <laughs> he's, he's now fellowshipping in, 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 in The Hague, and he's, he's quite... Your pastor was telling me how much he appreciates having you there. And, and I said, you stole my son, but it's okay. <laughs> so, so welcome, welcome. It's good to have you in the house. Um, and he's taking a rest, so this is why I, I will preach and not call you here. Um, it's good. It's good to see the kids as well. I've been talking about how the Holy Spirit is more than just speaking in tongues, and I was blessed over the weekend, we had uh, a minister's retreat, um, ministers and leaders re- retreat, and, and we had, we had a, a man of God there who, who came to talk to, to us, and, and in one of the things he said is, is how much the church, the Pentecostal church in particular, is guilty of having robbed the church of the fullness of the Holy Spirit. We have, we have made the Holy Spirit just a matter of speaking in tongues. And when he was saying that, I said, wow, he should have been in our service last week. And, and, and you know, we, we, have, we have limited the Holy Spirit to the things that we, we, we are quick to see. This is the evidence of the Holy Spirit, which is the speaking in tongues. And you know what? I love speaking in tongues. And you should speak in tongues. Because it is for the believers. But there is more. Amen. There is more. And last week I told you about about the the things that the Holy Spirit can use you when a man has the Holy Spirit. I said he can use you to build and to create and he can give you an ability to be able to have wisdom, to govern and to lead. And we used Joseph and Bezalel as examples. And and I told you the other day also about how the Holy Spirit transforms Saul to become king Saul. And how he changes his life. And I've told you also about how the Holy Spirit caused Samson to be able to do things in his day to day business as he went around and how he could get provisions and fight battles just because the power of the Holy Spirit was upon him. So I want you to understand that the Holy Spirit is more than just what the tongue talking and, and you know, the, the noise we make when we're enjoying the presence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit is more than just being able to fall under the anointing. You know what's called falling under the anointing? The Holy Spirit comes upon you. Suddenly you find you can't stand you. are on the floor. It's great to have those moments. I'll have them too. Even sometimes when I'm by myself without somebody putting hands on me. And you can go crazy in the Holy Spirit and you find me dancing all by myself and you're wondering what's wrong with this guy? It's great to have those moments, but I want you to know and to understand that there is more to the Holy Spirit than that. Amen. Amen. There is more. Tell your neighbor there is more. more. And we must desire that more. Amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor, desire more. more. In 1 Corinthians, so it's great that the teachers are going to be teaching you also about the, the, the various aspects of what I'm going to talk to today. And so don't miss Search the Scripture. You know, the little bit before the praise and worship, it's called Search the Scripture, and we go into depth in the Scripture, so don't miss it. Come on time and learn as well. And the next coming Sundays, they're going to tell us more about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and they're going to break them down and give you more examples so that you might know more about them. But I want to go through the chapter with you and I'm just going to highlight particular things to us. First Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 1 through to 11. Verse 1 through to 11. Verse 1 through to 11. First Corinthians chapter, chapter 12. So you, you find Peter speaks to the church in Corinth because the church in Corinth were a church that loved power. They were a church that loved to see stuff. They were a church that loved to, to have things happening in their midst. They were also a difficult church. Who has ever been in a difficult church where people are fighting? And you know, This is why you know, he even told them you know, about the Holy Communion. That chapter we, we use about the Holy Communion. The reason he had to tell them that, look, if you are hungry, please eat at home, was because they would start fighting for the communion in church. You know, it was not, not an easy church. And he even tells them, you know, that, you know, there are some things that are happening among you that should never be heard of. A man is marrying his mother. Mm. That's just never heard of. And they were just a difficult people, the Corinthians. But right in the midst of there, he starts to tell them that, you know what, guys, there are certain things that you better know. (laughs) We are living in a time where there's a lot of knowledge about stuff. There's a lot of information around us. But brethren, this is where I want you to zoom in today. And and Paul says, now about the spiritual gifts, about the spiritual gifts, or about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, you should not be, you should not be what? Misinformed. You should not be ignorant. You should not be without this knowledge. You need to know it. Church, If there's something you need to know, it is to know about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Know the Holy Spirit more. All the things that I'm telling you is so that you can get to know the Holy Spirit more. And when you know the Holy Spirit more, you will be able to experience more of Him. Amen. The only way to be able to experience the whole power of God in your life is to know the Holy Spirit some more. You see, when we get born again, we have a measure of God in us that begins to connect with us so that we are able to cry, Abba, Father, God, our Daddy. But you know what? There is more to that. There's more to that. And this is if you go to Acts chapter 19, when, when Paul was going on his journey, he meets these disciples and says, have you heard about the Holy Spirit? And they said, no, we've not heard. So, okay, what did you hear? And say, we heard about the baptism of John. And so he preaches to them about repentance of the baptism in Jesus Christ and he lays his hands upon them. They receive the Holy Spirit. The Bible says when they'd received the Holy Spirit, they prophesy. Why? Because there is more to just being born again. There is more. Tell your neighbor, there is, more. there is more. And you need to know it. You need to know it. Jesus speaking in Mark 16 says, the believers, they shall speak in new tongues, they shall lay their hands upon the sick, and they shall be healed, they shall touch, you know, they shall eat poisons, they will not be harmed, snakes will not bite them and kill them. You know, he says all that. And so, this is why I always say, as a believer, speak in those tongues. Peter, when he spoke on the day of Pentecost, says, men and brethren, this is that, that the Spirit spoke about, that Joel spoke about, sorry, yes, the Spirit spoke through Joel, it's okay, (laughs) but Joel speaks to the people and says, you will receive the Holy Spirit, and when he's come upon you, young men shall prophesy, they will see dreams, the old man, there will be visions that will be given, you know, there will be mighty things happening, miracles will happen. This is when he says, you know, the sun will be turned into blood and the moon and into darkness. All those miracles will happen. Why are they happening? Because the Spirit has come upon you. And he says, you know, this promises for you and for your children to come, generations to come. There is more in the Spirit than just speaking in tongues and saying, I am born again. Amen. 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 There is more. There is more that you can get to experience. And he says, therefore, in 1 Corinthians, I about these spiritual gifts, there's something called spiritual gifts. There's something called spiritual gifts. And spiritual gifts, we must know them. And, and, the, and the, the Amplified says, these are special endowments of supernatural energy. They are special endowments. An endowment is like, is like something being put on you. I endow you with, uh, with a garment, like a coat, like a robe, and you're endowed in it. Or I'm endowed in a cream jacket. It's like put on you. you hear what I'm saying, church? It's, it's, they are put on you. And when they put on it's put on you, it gives you a supernatural energy. Not that which you get from drinking a Red Bull. It's not that which you get after you've eaten a grease meal. This is different. It's not that which you get after going to the gym. You know, those of you that go to the gym, you pump, you pump, you pump. You come out and you feel like I can fight anyone. Why? Because you've received a dose of energy. The testosterone is running through your system and you think, okay, let's kick somebody here. Not that kind of energy. It's supernatural energy. It's not that which you get from an energy shot. Now, some of you are so low in energy, you need to get an energy shot. I remember a sister who was told by the doctor, please eat a chocolate every two hours so that you can get some energy shot. And I'll say, ah, good for you. Most sisters are struggling not to eat the chocolate, and the doctor prescribes eat a chocolate to get an energy shot. So she always had a chocolate. Why to get some energy? To get an energy boost. The tennis players go to the side and they eat a banana to get an energy boost that's not the energy we are talking about. We're talking about supernatural energy. We're talking about the supernatural power of God, the ability to be able to do some work, to do something that makes a difference. Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit puts on a jacket over you. He puts a jacket over you. And when he puts this jacket, you suddenly get power to do something different, to make a difference. You get an energy that you need uh, to deal with the circumstance, to deal with the situation, to help somebody in their circumstance and situation. He gives you an energy, an understanding to be able to move forward. And you need to know about this. He says, do not not be ignorant. Do not be misinformed. You see, many of us have now come to the point where we, we are afraid of things of the Spirit. Why? Because we don't have the right information. We don't have the right information. And therefore, he says, do not be misinformed. Make sure you have the right information. Make sure you get to know it. Study it. Understand it. So that with knowledge, you'll be able to apply it. So, so you, we need to get to that place where we move from ignorance. Amen. There are various gifts of the Spirit and the Lord would want us to know about them. Jesus, speaking in John 16, he says, you know, I'm going away, but I'm going to send you another, a helper, a teacher, an advocate, an instructor, a guider, an enabler. He will teach you all things. He will guide you in all things. He will show you all things. He will instruct you in all things. And as he instructs us, as he teaches us, as he shows us the way, we will be able to move and to know how to deal with every step we have to take. It says, I'm going to send him to you. He will be your helper. And he's supposed to help us, and he's not only going to be with us, he also gives us the gifts that will enable us to be able to function. Amen. Amen. And these are the gifts that you find in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And, and let's go to verse 2. He says, you know that when you were heathen or you were unsaved, you were led off after idols that could not speak habitually as, as impulse directed and whenever the occasion might arise. You went after idols. You went after things. And those things could not speak. But we have the Holy Spirit that can speak. We have the Holy Spirit that speaks. Amen. Amen. See, God still speaks. You, you need to go look for a sermon which, which we said he still speaks. He still speaks. He still talks to us. But we need to come closer to him. We need to allow ourselves to get more closer to Jesus so that we can hear him speak. God is not some abstract thing far away. He's close and he speaks. He wants to have conversation with you. And you can have those conversations with him. Amen. And so he says, he he says in verse three, therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking under the power and the influence of the Holy Spirit of God can ever say, Jesus, be cursed. And no one can really say, Jesus is my Lord, except by and under the power and the influence of the Holy Spirit. It takes the Holy Spirit to be able to acknowledge who Jesus is. When you have people that say, you know what, Jesus is not God, he is just another good man, they have no Holy Spirit. If they were to yield themselves to the power and to the influence of the Holy Spirit, they would know that Jesus is God. They would know that Jesus is not some good man. So don't, don't be moved when your, your colleagues say Jesus is not God. It's just they don't have something that you have. If they have the Holy Spirit, they would know that Jesus is God. Don't be afraid or don't be shocked when somebody says Jesus is cursed. They don't have the Holy Spirit. If they had the Holy Spirit, they would say Jesus is Lord. And so he says, it is by the power of the Holy Spirit that we can be able to acknowledge and to comprehend who Jesus is. And you know what? The fact that Jesus is God and yet he came to be human being like you and me, it's a difficult concept to understand. And sometimes people ask you, how do you explain it? How do you, ex-? you can't explain it. You can't explain it. How do you explain that a, that a virgin girl gives birth and stays a virgin? How, how do you explain that? It's, it's, you, you can't explain it. So it takes something greater to be able to understand and to comprehend what's going on. And that's the Holy Spirit. And you need to thank God that he has at least given you the Holy Spirit to be able to understand that Jesus is Lord. Amen. Amen. And so he says, he says in verse 4, now from the Holy Spirit there are distinctive varieties and distributions of endowments. I told you endowments are like the jacket, the gifts, and, and, and extraordinary powers distinguishing certain Christians due to the power of his divine grace operating in their souls by the Holy Spirit. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm deliberately reading it from the Amplified Version. It's because some of you, if you're looking in your Bible, you might say, my Bible is not so long on this verse. I'm reading it from the Amplified Version. But but he he says there are varieties and, 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 and distributions of endowments. The Holy Spirit has gifts, and he gives us different gifts, and he distributes them differently. I want you to understand this. This is why, as Christians, you will find one person seems to be good at that. Another person seems to be good at this. And one person, when when he says, I have the Holy Spirit, they will speak in some tongues and then they will tell you what those tongues are saying. Because this is the jacket that the Holy Spirit has put upon them. Somebody will will do other things. And I'll talk about those other things in a moment. But I want you to understand that there are differences in operations. There are differences in, 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 in the things, the gifts that the Holy Spirit gives to us. And he says, this is given to us by his divine power and grace by his divine power and grace. It's not just by some power throwing some sticks and stones around and then you say, now you have power. No, it's coming from the Holy Spirit himself. And so the Holy Spirit gives us these gifts and he gives to you as he gives to me, he gives to him and gives to her and gives to her. And they may be different, but they are coming from the same Holy Spirit. They're coming from the same Holy Spirit. And I want you to understand these things because you will see them in church. And I pray that you will begin to desire. You'll begin to desire because there's something that you can do in the house. There's something that the Holy Spirit can use you in. Amen. Amen. And you can become even more impactful in your day-to-day interactions with people if you can allow the gifts of the Holy Spirit to be alive in you. The gifts of the Holy Spirit, brethren, are not only so that you can be at the pulpit or in, on top, they're doing something in the house. They are for you to be able to deal daily with people, daily with your situations and circumstances. Amen. Amen. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are there to help you in your job and in your business with the people you have to deal with. They are there to help you to be able to show forth the glory of God when you go to the supermarket and when you go out on your bike. They are there to be able to help you when you are standing in the street and just talking or when you're sitting at the table eating. The gifts of the Holy Spirit can help you in those circumstances and situations. It's not about what you need to do when you are in church here. Yes, when I'm standing here, I will operate under the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I'm constantly, constantly flowing. And this is why sometimes I will deviate from my sermon and just give you something that looks so strange, seems out of context. Why I'm not out of context is just the Holy Spirit gives you a word of knowledge about something and you have to say it. And sometimes it's a word of Prophecy. This is why when sometimes you see somebody is praying in, 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 in tongues, and then and you think and then suddenly you, you go and you start praying for the person praying in tongues and boom, something changes about them. What is that? It's because sometimes the Holy Spirit says, Those are not tongues of God. Help them. But you know what? The greater part of the gifts of the Holy Spirit are not for in this house, they are for outside. Amen. They are for outside. Yes, they will benefit us as a church, but they are also to be able to bring people to understand God. Those of you that were in the lesson today of the search, the scriptures, they they, they heard about the example about how Paul was going out on the streets and there was this girl just shouting, these are the men of God, these are the men of God. You would think that, you know, he would have said, yes, keep shouting, little daughter. We are men of God. But, you know, the Bible says he stops and, and agitated in his spirit. What was agitating? The Holy Spirit was saying, as you go about your business on the street, the what this girl is shouting is not the right thing. It's not the right spirit. It's not the spirit of God. Deal with it. It's a word of knowledge that he gets. Casts out the spirit. Because also he's been able to, have, to use the word, I mean the, the gift of discerning of spirits. And, and knows this is not the right spirit. So brethren, I want you to understand that, that the gifts are being given variously and differently, being distributed in both time and space and and in places wherever we are, they are being distributed so that we may be able to function effectively. If you go to verse five, it says, and there are distinct varieties of service. Firstly, he says, there are different operations. And now he's—I he, mean he says there are different distributions and varieties. Now he says there are distinct varieties of service and ministrations. So he will give to us different things, different gifts for different services, different operations, different purposes, different things that must be accomplished. There is something that you must accomplish. Every day you need to accomplish something. Make your days count. And the Holy Spirit is there to help us make our days come. Amen. Amen. And so, and so there, are, there are distinct varieties of service and ministrations, but it is the same Lord who is served. Verse 6. And there are distinct varieties of operation, of working to accomplish things. So service, ministration, operations, all these things are to accomplish something. And you must accomplish Tell your neighbor, accomplish something. The Holy Spirit helps us to accomplish. And, and, and he, he goes on and says, but it is the same God who inspires and energizes them all in all. The Holy Spirit inspires and energy is the power he gives us. He inspires. He moves us. This is why you hear people say, I believe the Lord is saying they are inspired. I hear God saying, there's an inspiration. There's an inspiration. I think we should go this way, not that way. Why there's an inspiration? The Holy Spirit. Gives you an inspiration. I think we should better do it this way than that way. And this way turns out to be better. Why? There's an inspiration that gives you a certain manner of knowledge and understanding. And also gives you a certain direction to how to approach it. There's an inspiration. The Holy Spirit is there to inspire us. And he gives us also the strength, the power to do things. He is the power. There's an inspiration. And, and, and so there are varieties of service and there are varieties of ministration. There are varieties of operation, all seeking to accomplish the purpose of God, seeking to accomplish the work of God. And there is a work. It doesn't have to be big standing at a pulpit. I, I don't know if I'm breaking through somebody. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are not only for you to be at the pulpit. They are for you to be able to serve the coffee and the tea. They are for you to raise your kids and support the kids of the others. They are for you to, to be able to, to be a, a, a Christian, solid, showing forth that God is alive, sharing your faith, telling people about the grace of God. That's why we get the, the, the Holy Spirit, for the variety of operations. And we need you in your place, amen. Amen. We need you in your place. And, and, and he goes on and says, but to each one is given the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, the evidence, the spiritual illumination of the Spirit for good and for profit. He will manifest in the different operations, in the distinct services for the good and to profit those that are around you as much as it profits you also. Amen. Amen. And, and I'm going to just read the last part. I will not go into it today because the teachers are going to be teaching us. They started already today and they will teach us the different gifts. But I'll just, I'll just read them for you and then we're going to stand and I want you to, 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 to pray after that. He says, To one is given in and through the Holy Spirit the power to speak a message of wisdom. And to another, the power to express a word Of knowledge and understanding. According to the same spirit. And to another, wonder-working faith by the same spirit. That's the third one. And to another, extraordinary powers of healing by the same spirit. And to another, the working of miracles. To another, prophetic insight. The gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose of God. And to another, the ability to discern and to distinguish between the utterances of true spirits and false ones. And and to another, the eighth one, various kinds of unknown tongues. And the last one is the ability to interpret such tongues. Nine gifts. We will break them down because we want you to understand and not be ignorant. But often they happen sometimes just together. Why? Because the Holy Spirit distributes them according to the profit that he wants to make, according to the good that must be accomplished. You see, sometimes when somebody is in operation, you may not be able to distinguish and put a line between, okay, now he's Gifts of of wisdom, now word of knowledge. okay, now discernment. Sometimes they are all intertwined because the Holy Spirit is working a work to accomplish an accomplishment. He's doing something. But you know what? You need the gifts. And there will be some people that will be prone to operate in particular gifts more than others. Why? Because of their standing in faith and the desire they have and the purpose to which they must accomplish. I've operated in all nine of them. And I constantly do. Why? Because of the different issues I have to deal with. When you're praying for somebody to get a job, and, and you declare, where, where, where are you young man? When I declare and said you will come back to do your masters. And, 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 and you look at me and say, but I don't have the money, there's nothing. I said, you say you will come back, I will see you when you get. What am I doing? I'm operating in the gift of working of miracles. And so I can declare that which is not there is it, it is there. Why? Because I'm working in the gift of miracles. When somebody comes and says, I've got a back pain, and I pray for your back pain, and your back pain goes away, I'm praying and operating in the gift of healing for back pain. When somebody has a headache, I will operate in the power of healing for a headache. When somebody's having a foot problem, there is also the grace and the gift of the Holy Spirit for the power to heal the foot. The Bible says then the powers of healing. And you know what, there are some people who will specialize also in just headaches <laughs> and migraines. And there are people who all specialize in cancer. My, 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 my bishop from back home, when he was still young, they used to call him on the difficult situations when they needed to cast out the demons. He was an usher. And most of the time, he spent ushering him on big conferences. He would be out cleaning around the toilets and, and the place. And when the difficult situations arose and they couldn't say, where is that young man? Please go and call him because his gifts were to do with the power and demonstration of the power of God. That's where he found, the Holy Spirit found him and used him for. And sometimes people will come and say, I don't know what to do. And you tell them, go in, go and just write. Right from the back to the front. Say, but Pastor, you're supposed to write from the front to the back. No, I said go and right from the back to the front. I remember telling somebody that and they thought, so I said, how what do you mean? Go and write your conclusion, and then you will be able to know how to come back to the and, and they looked at me and said, But I've struggled with this thing. I said, yes, that's just the word of wisdom. Mm-hmm. For everyday thing. So church, I pray that you will, you will desire to walk in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We will be taught more in details because I can't take everything in this time. But the teachers are going to take you through. So don't want you to miss the search of the scriptures where they will break down the different gifts because you'll find there are what are called vocal gifts and there are what are called power gifts and there are what are called... What, what's the other one? Revelation gifts. And then Paul says, How I wish that you would all prophesy. Why prophesy? Because prophecy speaks about the will and the purpose of God. Not the clothes you were wearing yesterday, not your phone number, not who you were walking with in the streets just to prove that I saw you in the spirit. No. It's talking about what is the purpose and the will of God. What should we do today, tomorrow, and going forward? That's what prophecy comes to do. And how I wish you would prophesy. You would enjoy the gift of the Holy Spirit so that you'll be able to walk in the will and the purpose of God. Man is struggling, looking for reason to live, looking for a purpose to live, but you can find it if you can depend Upon the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I'm gonna end on verse 11. All these gifts, achievements, abilities are inspired and brought to pass by one and the same Holy Spirit, who are portions to each person individually, exactly as he chooses. I want you to stand with me here. The Holy Spirit gives to us as he chooses, but there's also something there that I just want you to catch on to. He says he apportions to each person individually. He apportions to the individual. He apportions to you as an individual. Say me as an individual. individual. No, say it with confidence. Me Me as an individual. The Holy Spirit gives to you as an individual as he chooses. Now, how does the Holy Spirit choose? He chooses according to the readiness of your heart. He chooses according to the readiness of your heart. Jesus speaking to them in John chapter 7 and verse 37, he says, if any man thirst, let him come to me and drink, and I will give him rivers of living waters, and out of his belly there shall be rivers of living waters that will flow. It is up to you to say, how thirsty are you? How desirous are you to have of the Holy Spirit to drink of the Holy Spirit? How thirsty are you to operate in the gift of the Holy Spirit? How much do you desire to get close to the Holy Spirit and he will give you. He will give you. He will give you. How much do you need him? How much do you need him? Do you need him? How much do you need him? If you need the Holy Spirit, I want you to go ahead and just begin to pray and say, "Holy Spirit, I need you. Holy Spirit, I need you fill me. Fill me. Fill me. Fill me." Fill me. Fill me fill me. It's a simple prayer but it changes things. This is where it all begins. When you say Holy Spirit fill me with your gifts. Oh don't allow me to be ignorant. Don't allow me to be misinformed. Don't allow me to lose on this fill me Holy Spirit. Oh how I need you. You see the things we struggle with in life. If only we could have the Holy Spirit. He would help us deal with those things. The things we are battling with. If only we could allow the Holy Spirit. Oh Maka Yarabo yarabasata rika monondoroboshika yarabasata oh can you play fill my cup Lord God I pray Lord Jesus fill our cups Lord God fill my cup Lord God Oh, you see the things that we that we need they are in the Holy Spirit the things that we need they are in the Holy Spirit he can give us the guidance the wisdom the way we need to go he can work the miracle for us he can work the miracle for us he can show us what spirit is in operation that is standing Against us, he can show us the way we ought to go. He can tell us the way we can accomplish it. Oh, if only we can but give ourselves to the Spirit. Give yourself to Him right now. Give yourself to Him. Say, Holy Spirit, I need you. Fill my cup, fill my cup, Lord. My God, give me the gift of knowledge, the gift of wisdom. I pray for the gift of powers. I pray for the gifts of utterance. I pray, Lord, for the revelation gifts. God, that I may have knowledge, I may have wisdom, I may have understanding, Lord. I pray, God, that Jehovah, you will fill me with the gift for healings, for miracles, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, God, give me the gift of healing, that I may be able to pray for my family. And they will be healed. So i may be able to pray for my friend, and they will be healed. God, I pray. Makay la woshaka rike Volona raba shika yabanza. Kere mo shika yaba shika raba Kere Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. Fill me, Lord. Fill me, Jesus. Fill me, God. Fill me, Jesus. Oh, my God, I pray in the name of Jesus. My God, pray in cup raise your hands to the Lord somebody who says I'm thirsty for the spirit I need more I need more raise your hands as I pray father thank you you say the promise is for us and to any who come to you Lord Jesus you will fill us any who are thirsty I pray God that Jehovah fill your children right now fill them Lord in the name of Jesus fill them Lord God I pray for the gifts of the Holy Spirit to rest upon them rest upon them rest upon them rest upon them in power rest upon them in power rest upon them in power power. Oh God and let them rise up Lord Jesus in their Christian walk I pray for time of refreshing God thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you somebody you're saying can 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 even me also yes you also yes you also can have the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Not just one, but many. And you can operate, yes, you also. You also, in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you today. I pray, God, that our lives shall show more of you. Oh, there's just this burden in my spirit. Father, thank you. Release your children, your people to greater things. To greater things. I reject mediocrity. And I pray, release them to greater things. As they walk by the Spirit. You say, they that are led of the Spirit are your children. They are your sons. Father, every hand that's lifted up. Touch them, Lord, and let them experience something different today. Tonight, let there be a special visitation in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.